0: my ultimate fantasy in life is to like somehow somehow have a house that has a climate conducive to a penguin and a panda coexisting and being best friends hmm. I, I know it's pretty much impossible to do that but if no, it could happen
1: there's there there are penguins that can live in temperate environments hell yeah i'm gonna find one of them penguins and then
0: get a panda which do is you, also hard do to you,
2: do do you want the penguin and the panda to be best friends or you want them to be best friends with you
1: uh both <laughs> <laughs> fine. everyone all of, <laughs> and then you'll change your name to you, you could change your name to um
2: uh penguin pen,
0: pen, pen,
1: pen, yeah penguin penguin
2: penguin
0: penguin penguin <laughs> sounds like an app
1: sounds like
2: it is for <laughs>
1: For, 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 for pandas, movie for panda panda penguin penguin tickets, love. penguins.
2: No, just for you know singles that like pandas and penguins. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when you're when you're lonely at home at night and you're searching for love, come to Pandanguin where you can find pandas <laughs> and penguins. You know where I go when I'm lonely at night and search for love. Pandanguin, the
0: part. savage land. Beautiful black.
1: Beautiful black. Beautiful black. Yo 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 yo. Check it out. Yo yo yo. be walking tall like a dog. My everything fearless. I don't want to bring it back in. Somebody else do, do it. Oh, I, I,
2: I thought you were with your, your <laughs> wine humming.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the Savage Land, everybody. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> I'm Matt my name's Matt. What else we got? Oh, we're going with that? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Jason. Okay. <laughs> I'm Rachel. Yeah, I think that accurately describes tonight tonight's <clears throat> episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's about right. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck it.
2: <laughs> Speaking of dating apps, there's a new app called Hater.
0: Oh, I saw that. It matches
2: you with other people that hate the same stuff you do. And when I saw I'm like, where was that when I was single? <laughs> that's perfect.
0: Just find people to, 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 to like
1: cynically look at things with.
2: Yeah, I just want to hate stuff with other people.
1: <laughs> Is there an option for internet words, like feels?
2: It, it has like a list of like stuff to hate, like vaping. Oh. And <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it has like a whole list of stuff you can click that you hate, and then it matches you with other people that hate the same stuff you do.
1: Huh. Great, a, relas- a relationship built on hatred.
2: It's exactly what I wanted I didn't get that, Mm -mm. (laughs) but that's okay.
0: That's all right. Oh boy, what's uh, what's what's going on over there in the uh, in the salty
1: lakes? Have we not cleared that up already, Jason? We're angry housewives drinking wine. Yeah,
2: in our house moccasins. In our moccasins,
1: Uh watching Madagascar too. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the life. Woo.
2: That's what I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll leave me alone. Don't judge <laughs> me. You don't know me.
0: Well shit, pour uh pour some salty ketchup all over these people. I watched Madagascar 2 the
1: other day. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. other, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have much ketchup. My ketchup is literally is watch I watched Madagascar two the other day and um I watched The Huntsman. That was super dumb. Oh, the oh. sequel
0: to Snow White and The Huntsman?
1: Yes. They silent. just dropped the Snow White and? Mm mm-hmm. hmm huh. So it's
2: there there's no Snow White in it?
1: N- no. They reference her a lot, but she's not in it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well that's dumb. It's just
0: Chris Hemsworth for two hours going, Oh man, back when I was with Snow White.
1: I just got a thick Scottish accent. Oh fuck! I tried to turn on my Scottish, and then (laughs) don't
0: even even try.
2: Yeah, please don't.
1: Fuck when I uh, never mind. No, no, stop. That one in the butt (laughs) right there. This isn't Matt Talks Australian Hour. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a (laughs) knife.
2: God damn it!
1: Uh, uh, That movie was pretty dumb. Didn't like it. Did not care for it.
2: No stars.
1: Even though it had Emily Blunt in it, who's my favorite, didn't love it.
2: Oh, she's in it?
1: Sure enough.
2: No. Is John Krasinski nothing.
1: somewhere and in the background? No, I didn't see him. No. And Charlize Theron was in it. Oh. And Thor. And the guy, the funny guy from Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Nick Frost?
2: <laughs> Simon Pegg?
0: No, Simon. Yeah, Nick Frost, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The Huntsman. Who was the director? Because, like, yeah, they had a lot of great actors like Liam Neeson
1: apparently narrated that movie that's kind of cool that's whose voice that was (laughs) I'm sure other people probably thought it was fine I just didn't really care for it so I don't I don't know oh it was the same (laughs) director as or no
0: that's weird so the director of the Huntsman uh, Winter's War is the uh, byline for that or whatever um, was the visual effects supervisor on Snow White and and that was oh. his last credit before this film. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, no. He was the second unit director on Maleficent as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, didn't. I don't know how I feel about all these Disney live-action movies. Yeah, I didn't really yeah, care I don't either. I think they, I, Maleficent. I think they can suck it. Take that, everybody who likes them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I am excited for Beauty and the Beast. Though.
1: Yeah, I kind of am too.
2: I tried to watch Cinderella, and I made about five minutes, and I wanted to die, so I turned it off.
0: Well, that's good. Otherwise, you could have died. But, yeah.
1: Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked the Jungle Book, I guess. That was jungle
0: one. Book was pretty good. Yeah. Was I, pretty but,
2: yeah. I'm excited for Beauty and the
0: Beast. See, if it weren't for Emma Watson, I would have absolutely nothing to be excited about with Beauty and the Beast, because, like, the director- What's the deal with everybody loving on
1: Emma Watson? She's the best. Is she? Yes,
2: like, yeah, I guess she's the best.
1: <laughs> I love <laughs> Emma Watson. I'm pretty happy that Rachel and I are angry housewives drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> your Madagascar today. <laughs> Look
0: for a kid who grew up on Harry Potter, Emma Watson is just the best because.
2: Uh, you know oh, what happens? Okay, that, that, make, that makes that yep, makes way yep, more no sense. no more okay, details
0: yep. necessary. Let's just go ahead and leave that well, one alone. What I'm saying is like,
1: nope, I got, it, <laughs> got nope, it. We got it. Yeah, no, no, you don't. I'm no, go go place nope, you nope, think nope. I'm going. Better left undescribed, so everybody else. Nope, can I'm can not. Make, c- a, can come <laughs> to their own conclusions. Not going to the place to actually explain it, because that's way funnier than what's really probably true. Fuck
0: I agree with you though, so I will respect your request. Um, this director Jason though on lost The Huntsman. his
1: Virginity to his right hand watching Harry Potter.
0: Nope, that was oh. that was not at all where I was going. <laughs> and now that you said that, I'm definitely going to fix that and say no because most child <laughs> actors end up looking super goofy in later life.
1: That is true. That's also that's very true. Poor poor Corey Feldman. Exactly.
0: Or or that
2: kid from uh Jerry Maguire.
0: Yeah, or the Sixth Sense kid who ended up looking like a fat version of the same face. Sorry. Haley Joel Osment? Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. yeah. He's great. I think he's great. I am just, just saying like he he was a cute kid and then he ended up being like a chubby baby-faced adult, which is he fine. He
2: looks like like Tim's best <laughs> friend me, on a uh, home improvement. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he looks like. Uh? <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> home improvement. What a fucking terrible show.
2: <laughs> I watched that show. All I the did time. too,
1: and I regret my life. For yeah,
2: the, for what Home Improvement? It was pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah.
0: I haven't gone back to watch it. I was young enough that when I watched it, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is funny." And I don't think I will ever watch it again, just so that it doesn't ruin anything.
1: You're like, ah, I love Zachary Taylor Thomas, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that other guy. What What's the other three named kid that was on there?
1: nobody knows <laughs> the kid with three names it's been, it's been lost has been lost to history dudes no so, it was
2: it was jonathan taylor thomas
1: um uh,
2: so who was the other one uh
1: so zachary, who cares zachary,
0: who gives a shit zachary let's move <laughs> on zachary That sounds. What
2: <laughs> <laughs> um was a
0: zachary Quinto though, thomas right? <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure oh, the Zach- oldest one was named Zachary. I guess something. I could just look up home improvement really quick, couldn't
1: I? Nah, let's, uh, let's, uh, f- Speaking of Zachary <laughs> Quinto, I did watch. I finally watched Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Trek uh, Beyond. Beyond. That's the one. I Star watched. Star Wars Beyond Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: it was a crossover. Maybe I should slow yeah. down
1: on this angry housewife wine. <clears throat> maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh star trek i watched it it was good yeah
2: <laughs> the end
1: yeah it was good enjoyed it that was a fun movie what did you think i of, liked it
0: what do you think of space dirt bike what space dirt bike
1: Sp- uh, oh i thought you were trying to reference a character um <laughs> you know <laughs> no, that just guy because well, the there's, a, there's a space <laughs> there's a space jimmy spitz there is a space jimmy spitz um uh dirt bike it wasn't in space it was on a planet Um I thought that was just fine. It seemed a little odd that there would happen to be an old fucking motorcycle on this on the old Star Trek ship on this crashed alien planet that still
0: ran. But whatever. What do you think the mandate was that caused that dirt bike to be there? Like do you think there was a producer that was like, you know what, we gotta have a dirt bike in this film or do you think like it was just a thing that they decided to do?
1: I don't know. You know what I did not did not appreciate? was they were like, hey, you know what we should do? We should play Sabotage by the Beastie Boys again. <laughs> yeah. That'll I, get them. I, I, I agree. Let's, That'll get let's, them riled up. Let's play it twice. Let's play it in the first movie and the third one. <laughs> I see. And when, we play it th- and when we play it in the third one, let's make a real dumb joke about how it's classical music. So-
0: I hated that joke. Did not like it. I would have been fine if it had been Kirk to play that song because then he would have been like, "Oh yeah, he likes that song. It's like his nostalgia thing." Uh, Yeah. It was weird that a random player or a random character played like the only other pop culture song that had ever been played in Star Trek. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I didn't mind the uh, I didn't mind the classical joke though. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny because it's it would be." I
1: feel like Futurama did it. Futurama did it. Well, yeah, but
0: I mean, you can't just like not cover any of the ground that Futurama covered because then you would never have any sci fi movies. Simpsons did it. Futurama did it. (laughs) Matt Groening did it. (laughs) It's fine. Star Trek can still do it. If Matt Groening Uh, ever did it in the 50 seasons of animated
1: TV that he produced,
0: (laughs) then nobody can ever do it again.
1: Yes, I I, I absolutely enjoyed that movie. I thought it was a lot of fun and a little bit, a a lot more. Sort of sort of like playful fun Star Trek than the one with Khan. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I liked about it. was that it was way more fun and it actually seemed like a classical Star Trek,
1: yeah, totally story to yeah. me. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't yeah. know why I never saw it in the theater, but I didn't
0: so the the director of Star Trek Beyond is producing a Hot Wheels movie and Space Jam 2.
2: Space Jam Two, oh,
0: man. <laughs> yeah. Is
2: wait, is LeBron James gonna be in it? Yes, because that guy is funny.
1: Is oh, you that saw? You must have seen Trainwreck, huh? Yes, he was funny in Trainwreck. I haven't watched it.
2: The only reason to watch Trainwreck.
0: What about John I Cena? I heard John Cena was funny in that. I thought. Oh, he's was a so funny, funny
2: in it. But I love John Cena and everything that he's in. I even I watched that it, horrible it. movie Sisters. And oh, it's um, really only funny because John Cena is in it for like ten minutes, and is that the t- that's Amy Poehler yeah. and Tina Fey. Who oh, was, it was bad. Yeah. It was really bad, but
0: it sucks John Cena's that John Cena in it. It sucks that when <laughs> Amy, uh, Amy Poehler, and Tina Fey get together, they never make anything good. Because I really want their stuff to be good together, but they're only set sab- like they're only good on their own. I feel like
2: yeah, it it was not worth watching unless you want to. Look at John Cena. He's a drug dealer.
0: Did I tell you about how I harassed all my coworkers with John Cena?
2: No. There's
1: but a, I am going to tell you really I'm, quick i I'm it's,
2: sure it's already...
1: I'm sure he's going to it's going to have something to do with that stupid song and Yeah, and that you've done to other it,
2: people. Like no, no, no. It's yeah. look.
1: Well, yes, it's something to do with that, but there's there's a
2: Chrome <laughs>
0: extension. There's a Chrome extension where every 100 uh uh like web pages you visit one in every 100 web pages is going to just do a full screen John Cena introduction music video I that you can't click put out that of that
2: on my coworkers
0: it's amazing computer. the extension's called cenify if you're going to install mm-hmm. it on a coworker's computer here's what i recommend pull up incognito mode search cenify chrome extension install it and then you have to go up to the top right in the options uh, and, or like on the top right or by the options button you'll see a little c which is the Scenify thing, right-click and put Hide Extension. That way, they don't see any history because you went into incognito mode, and they don't see the little tab, so they have no idea what's going on. And about, let's see, about four out of every five times I've done it, everybody thinks they have a virus. It's amazing. And you'll just like...
2: I kind kind of want to do it to her.
0: It's incredible. (laughs) They will put up with it for weeks, not knowing why, not knowing what's going on, just closing the window... And then, like, restarting whatever they were doing on the internet. It's amazing.
2: No, sh- she, she's very verbal, so I know she'd be like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> the best, honestly, the best part about it for me, because, like, we also don't, at my job, like, we only work in the office, like, you know, three quarters of the time or whatever. So, there's times where you'll be gone, but then you'll be in there. And, like, weeks after I did it, I would still, every once in a while, just, like, from somebody's desk somewhere, I would just hear, ba <laughs> <laughs> It was so amazing, <laughs> and my uh, boss still funny, has it on his computer.
2: It it'll, it it would be easy for me because um, she's still technically a temp, so sometimes she has to use my computer to use certain programs. So we do switch desks,
0: <laughs>
1: so I
2: could totally put it on. There. You guys are the
1: worst. <laughs> it's gonna be Dude, funny. It's gonna it's, be funny, Matt. It's so I'd be funny. So mad. It'd be so mad.
2: <laughs> He's so mad.
1: I actually wouldn't be at all because I don't surf the internet at work. oh boy
0: um yeah anyway good times um yeah all i'm saying though is that that huntsman director's done a lot of crap he worked on the twilight (laughs) franchise oh yeah or no sorry not the huntsman director uh the beauty and the beast director
2: oh
0: the combination of him and luke evans whose face i hate uh
2: i do hate his face but that's what Gaston looks like, so
1: That's fair. Uh, anyway, did I tell you guys <laughs> did I tell you guys that I watched Madagascar too?
2: You did? You did. I watched it the other day too.
1: Oh nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway. Uh moving right along to somebody else who has actual ketchup. Me or you, Rach.
2: I don't care.
0: I'll go. Uh I watched Riverdale. Rachel, oh you, Rachel, you watched Riverdale as
1: well, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I remember saying I was going to watch one, and, and I I lied. Well, because so-
2: I I brought it up on the <laughs> on the last podcast. Oh, did you? And now that I've now yeah. that I've like sat on it, I hate it even more than I did before.
1: Yeah, See? we talked about it, and you guys convinced me to suck it up and watch an episode. And I said don't. I would, and I and then I lied. I'm not going to. You're you beautiful. should
2: don't watch it. I've no, plan don't. It.
0: <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I like it's it's incredibly horny. Okay, somebody's got their headphone close to the mic. Um it's incredibly horny. Uh it's a little over the top with some of the sexual drama, but at the same time, the production quality is far above anything else on the CW. Uh the writing is not bad. It's got a very cool aesthetic uh that they stole from Twin Peaks. Sure, of course. Yes, I agree. <laughs>
1: No, here's, the th- here's the thing for, here, well, sorry i didn't want to interrupt you what else is so great about that <laughs> no you're good it, go on go ahead <laughs> uh, here's why i don't care It's it's high school and i just don't care and i i'm, I'm i can I, I can allot myself one high school themed thing this year and it's gonna be spider-man and that season. i was about to attack you so
0: hard until you uh, until you gave that concession I was about to yeah. be like, Nova Spider-Man: Homecoming, and then you, and then you covered Jeez. that base. Yeah,
2: yeah no, that's it. exactly why I, right just, I can't get on board with Riverdale. it's in high school, and I don't care about these whiny bitches. I just
1: don't fucking. I like high school stories. Just don't interest me
0: anymore. No, nope. I, well, I it's, can't. It's not as much about the high school drama as it is like the mystery and the. I don't know. I think the the drama that it has is is somewhat unique. You know what I mean.
1: I, I fully support you continuing watching Riverdale. Archie yeah. fucked I'm, his teacher. Like, that's that's a pretty awesome there, plot line to have in anything. But therein lies the other thing. I never, ever in my life liked Archie. I always thought Archie was so dumb.
0: I always did, too, until Mark Wade rebooted it with Fiona Staples and Annie Wu and made it awesome.
2: I just don't like the... Ugh, just yeah. even him having sex with the teacher, like, I don't give a shit.
0: I just think that's an interesting thing to explore.
1: Richard, you were pretty stoked about Josie and the Pussycats, though. Don't lie. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's fucking cool. I love Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> and Jughead's crown only, beanie. But they're, like, only in there for a minute, and they're kind of bitchy, and I didn't really like it. Because mm. he was like, hey, ladies, I I wrote this song, and she, he just wanted them to hear it, and they're like, basically, fuck you and your song. And <laughs> so <laughs> they're pretty bitchy about it. And then I'm like, oh, well. Josie and the Pussycats is supposed to be fun. <laughs>
1: <They're> not fun. <laughs> like if they're
2: going to be bitches, then they should be the misfits.
0: That's fair. Uh, are you guys going to watch Legion? Yeah, I will watch Legion.
2: I'll watch that because it's not in high school. <sighs>
0: yeah, it looks like it looks so good. It's premiering tonight as we're recording this. I cannot wait to watch that show. Like,
1: no, it also got good reviews. So I'll insanely it good yeah, reviews. It's I'll at ninety four
0: percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got damn Aubrey Plaza in it and it's showrun by the guy who did Fargo.
1: Yeah. No, oh, I know. That's yep. awesome. nope. so cool. I, I will totally watch Fargo that Fargo was super
0: good. Yeah.
2: Fargo was really good.
0: Um I and I so what what do you guys think of this? It looks like a lot of the X Men universe is starting to move toward T V. They've got Legion and then I guess Brian Singer is gonna be like producing and and doing some of the directing on a new series where they've got like a, a runaway mutant and his parents or something like that. Do you? Guys, I mean, do you guys like the shift toward TV for kind of these X-Men properties or what?
1: I honestly uh, no preference. If it's good quality, I'll like it, and if it sucks, I won't. That's right. like I, I I I mean, I, you know, it's it's just, it's just like with anything. It's like I don't care if they what medium they do it in. If it's good, I'm stoked, and if it sucks, I'm bummed.
2: Yeah, I agree. Or with not that.
1: too bummed. I just don't like or ambivalent. Yeah, I know. don't
2: care if it's a TV or if it's a movie. No. As long as it's done well.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, like, if they fuck up Runaways, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. That'll suck. I be pissed off. It is kind of interesting how
0: Marvel is sort of, like, like, one thing that Avi Arad's strategy always was in, like, the late 90s was to basically cover his bases as far as, like, weeding out competition, and so he made sure that, like, every studio owned at least one Marvel property by like selling the rights to spider-man to sony and then like the rights to um x-men to fox and daredevil and then like sold you know different stuff to paramount you know like uh, kind of stuff like that um and now they're kind of doing it in tv where like netflix has marvel shows hulu now has a marvel show freeform has a marvel show abc has a marvel show fx has a marvel show like they're kind of covering every and and, oh and then fox has the other uh x-men marvel show like it feels like Marvel is just kind of like covering every base they can so that the only place that the d c shows can be is like n b c and c w and also you know like the independent comics i feel like I feel like they're just trying to like take up the entire superhero and mutant genre just like they did in the nineties um
1: i think yeah they're just trying i mean i think everybody's just trying to make as much money off the superhero thing as they possibly can right now,
0: yeah. That's true. It, like it was just interesting because like I, I listened to an interview with Rob Liefeld yesterday, and he talked about how he and uh, Mark Silvestri had like were talking to Fox about uh, um, getting some like a cartoon block produced with their Image comic series uh, in the mid '90s, and like they were about to finish negotiations when like Fox completely dropped out of it because aviarad had said hey if you accept this cartoon block we're going to pull the x-men from you and pull every other marvel property and make sure that they all go to other people
1: but hasn't Aviarod proven to be a fucking huge dick
0: yeah no he's a huge dick just like uh I- ike perlmutter who took over for him is now right as far like well, took over for him in the regards of like when marvel got sold to disney ike perlmutter was the one who took over marvel entertainment after they let Aviarod go but um yeah. Yeah, like there, because yeah, I think Aviarod came from Toy Biz when Toy Biz bought uh, Marvel. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and so that was that was his mentality—is that type of bullshit. Um, uh,
1: what else? What else you got in your catch up there, champ?
0: Yeah, catch up. Uh, I uh, uh, started reading Black Hammer by Jeff Lemire. It's his Dark Horse series. Um, it's a bunch of Golden Age superheroes that are trapped in like a small farm town. And there's, like, this crazy weird mystery. They've been there for, like, ten years. They're all super old. A lot of them resemble, like, Justice League characters. Um And it's, like, this super weird mystery that I'm trying to, f- like, figure out what the hell's going on. I still don't know what's going on. The characters are super interesting. The art is, like, that kind of creepy, inky, dark horse style. You know what I'm talking about? It's kind of, like, yeah, Mignola-esque.
1: Cr- cr- crinky.
0: Yeah, really inky. Like an octopus just drew it. Um... But yeah, it's I don't know, it's super mysterious and like the art style is is really cool. I like the exploration of like a different side of the superhero genre, um, and obviously it's Jeff Lemire's writing, so it's pretty cool. I got the first four issues. I'm um, uh, just read the first, so nice. Cool, it's a nice yeah, little Jeff winding mystery. Yeah. Um. Other than why does Matt always have like a heart attack whenever we record the show? <laughs> Is this like is this coughing constant for you, Matt, or is it only when we record? I'm like I'd worried for off. your health. I,
1: I, I save it for recording.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm worried, man. Like, there's a lot of coughing you've been doing lately.
2: Well, our air is toxic. So
0: bad. So oh, that's true. Actually, that makes sense.
2: So I have also
0: I've had a persistent cough. Had about a cough. A month
2: now. Yeah, same here.
0: Dude, start start wearing those uh, masks like they do in uh, uh, Hong Kong.
2: No, we're we're actually gonna get some. You really should cap. That's so like we can feel like Hydra.
0: Yeah, like it sounded like it was a sarcastic suggestion, but I'm being straight up.
2: No, no, we're dead serious. We're gonna get some.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. What else? Uh, let's see. Did that. Oh, and then uh, I guess my my biggest catch up is that I freaking submitted my first official uh, comic pitch of my life. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there, but. Uh, yeah! Yay! It's true. We all read it and we all liked it. Hooray. Yes.
2: It was it was very good.
0: Did I send you guys the revised draft or just that first one that I sent you? You did not send the revised draft. Okay, cool. I added a bunch of other stuff in and and kind of tweaked a couple things because I realized that I had five pages of a character running in that first draft. So, which is so, which is fine.
2: Yeah, no, it was fine. It, it is fine.
0: You it just... fucked. It, Jason you fucked. It. Look, did you
2: fuck it up? You fucked it up. No. <laughs>
0: I just, I basically, I, I added a little let's bit of, l- let's plant the seed of doubt. Yeah, no,
2: <laughs> no, I, let's not do that. I think it works way better because like
0: those five pages, they like, they were fine, but they didn't nec- it didn't need to be five pages. So I cut it back and I, I put in, I think it was like two and a half pages of, um, sort of a, like a C plot in there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think it works a lot better the way it is now. Um. Anyway, yeah, and and you guys gave me some really good uh really good tips on it and that helped and want to thank my other friends for also uh giving me some feedback and helping me uh get it finished out. So we'll see we'll see if anything happens there.
2: Yay. We'll find, find out. out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Crossed. Um okay, and that's uh that's all my catch up. Mm.
1: Can't hide forever, Rachel.
2: Should I start with the good or the bad?
1: Both. Good. Do it at the then same the, time. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, Switch off both. every other word.
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, my brain could not handle that. I, this. <laughs> I would just piss myself off. But for reals, I, I've got some good stuff and I got some bad stuff.
0: Start with the bad, and then we'll get better, and then we'll right, plummet bad, it right back down for the main topic.
2: My bad is that I watched Powerless.
0: Oh boy, I still haven't watched it. How? Tell us.
2: I did not like it at all.
1: I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it I know I, I you're right Jason trailers don't judge. You cannot it's not fair to judge TV by a trailer, but that trailer was so abysmal. It's bad.
2: exactly how that was. Ugh. It was just they were trying really hard and it just felt way too cheesy. Like there's a certain amount of cheese in a comic book story that I feel you can get away with, but this was just way too cookie cutter cheese and predictable and which fucking sucks, because I love that cast. Uh-huh. And it was so disappointing. I hated it. I'm not going to continue.
1: Does Danny Pudi play Abed, basically?
2: No, not really. Oh, that's good. Hmm. He's an inventor.
1: That's kind of cool. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, and it's got Ron Function.
1: That's pretty unfortunate. Isn't it's us?
2: very unfortunate. Is it?
1: it you know, here's the thing. This is going to be so pretentious. I'm not even going to say it. Never mind.
2: <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking people eat that shit up though. Do it. Like I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it's a very popular show.
2: I could see it being popular, but
1: just it's like garbage comedy, and people just eat it up. If it were on
0: CBS, I'd say you're right. But when NBC NBC cancelled community as well as like a handful of other really good shows. Uh if the show's not good then NBC will probably I, cancel it pretty I, quick. I,
2: I don't see it sticking around. Cause but it, I'm
1: not. But I'm not talking about NBC. I'm talking about yeah, people. It's all about ratings, right? And people, people love that corner. Yeah, it's all about ratings. I
0: just yeah, that's fair. I just I feel like if if Community or Constantine or uh, uh, Carpoolers like shows like that if they couldn't get watched on NBC, then I'd be shocked if Powerless got I, really. I any could see it going traction.
2: either way. Really, yeah, I don't know. Like people could just eat it up and or they could be like this is a dumb show and everybody stops watching it but i did not enjoy it riverdale was better than this show (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: i like i really i want i want that show to be good for so many reasons some some form of dc Uh, redemption yeah, well like just like some form of DC just like being like hey, we're going to try and not go for the lowest common denominator for once in our out, you know, in sure. our in yeah, our properties totally. outside of comics, like showing something that go that just shows that they're not like trying to have as much possible uh uh by the numbers mass appeal as they could. Um it, it, well I guess here's what it is. It's not about mass appeal. It's about trying to have their cake and eat it too, which was the problem with Suicide Squad. It was the problem with Batman v Superman. It's the problem, probably, with Powerless. It, it, like it's the it's the problem they keep having with everything. Like they're a good portion of their TV shows they're doing a good job on. I think. I mean, obviously, like they're not they're not these like great cinematic storytelling achievements on TV by any means, but they are quality. Like they're 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 quality for what they yeah. are. Um, and they and they achieve a, a good uh a consistent amount of storytelling uh that that stands up i mean it's you know for all the drama and angst and and you know sort of soap opera stuff like they do hold up as solid stories that you don't ever really watch it like finding things overly contrived or or you know too uh uh you know low level or whatever like they do a good job generally with those but like their movies with Suicide Squad they were trying to make a gritty action movie that was very daring while at the same time having something for everybody you know or with Batman v Superman kind of the same thing like they were trying to do this you know like Frank Miller-esque Dark Knight Returns old Batman you know Superman and him don't get along and but somehow form the Justice League but they were doing it at the beginning of superman's career like the just all these stories that they they didn't earn and like had no reason to actually care about <laughs> and it's fucking frustrating and like go buddy it's, go it,
2: it, it, it's, it's okay <laughs> it'll be okay
0: <laughs> it, it's just like it's it's crazy that you could get alan tudyk danny poody ron funches and like st- and and the concept of the show which is a really good concept and still have it suck like
2: it's really disappointing it's because uh, i wanted to like it and i mean like i don't
0: yeah i don't blame dc or warner brothers necessarily for this one because it's really in the hands of nbc you know dc is is basically just giving them license to develop this show uh but (laughs) fucking come on like you can't get that many people and like here's the other thing too is that Danny Pudi, Ron Funches, Alan Tudyk, one of the best things that yeah. they do is improv. And I'm sure that this show yeah, was scripted it to death. Yeah, felt like it. Like, if you want to do a workplace comedy, it's been proven time and time again. The best way to do that is the Greg Daniels method of, you know, The Office and Parks and Rec, where you have your story, but you kind of set the cameras up. Don't make them intrusive. Set it up, like, in the environment and let them work. You know, let people work with their lines. Let people work with the scenes instead of trying to make it feel like this weird like because it's too that's my other problem is it's too well shot and so you know how like everybody is like exactly on a mark that's what i mean by the the camera movements are choreographed
2: it was just yeah i've seen the show a million times like there was nothing new about it even adding in wayne enterprises and superheroes and all that it's
0: and Bruce Wayne's yeah, non-existent it, it cousin. It still
2: felt like I've seen the show before.
1: Holy. I s- got yeah. some bad it, reviews. Like, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs>
2: I believe it. Yeesh. I'm doing a bad review right now. i have just. <laughs> yikes. <laughs>
0: well, and, and here's the thing is that by doing the show and having it probably fail. And I, again, I'll watch it and, you know, report back next week on what I thought or whatever. But. They have now opened the door, which Marvel probably immediately recognized, but they've opened the door for Marvel to come in and do a way better job with Damage Control, a series that was already established years ago. Uh, They are developing a Damage Control TV series that will be showrun by one of the writers and executive producers of The Daily Show with Jon Stewart and The Colbert Report. Yeah. Oh, and Modern Family. He was a writer on Modern Family as well. Like, this guy is going to come in and develop probably a killer show
2: that should have been everything that this show was supposed to be
0: exactly they had the leg up dude they like marvel had powerless for a long time or marvel had damage control for a long time and didn't do anything with it dc comes in with the damage control concept essentially (laughs) before marvel ever even like apparently even thought of making this show they had over a year to develop something and make it good without any competition from Marvel and making Marvel look like the imitators with a property that they already had, and they still failed. Like, ugh.
2: yeah, <sighs> T- take, yeah. Take take a take a breath. It's it's take frustrating a as a DC <laughs> fan for it. Let him fucking go for it. I'm loving this.
0: It's just you guys. Yes. You guys know my love for DC. You know. Like my first ever comics, my first ever like cartoons, anything, it was all DC. I've I've been all DC all the time forever. I have more than twice as many DC comics as I do Marvel or anything else. Uh I love the characters and there's there so is. much potential there. And every time somebody fucks up such an easy thing. It's so easy to get it right. It just it it pisses me off because it shows that they have no respect for the material that they're actually adapting because if they had any respect for it they could just sit down and read some fucking comics and understand what the characters and the stories are about and where the heart is and why people okay, like I'm gonna them. Rain you back in there,
1: buddy. but they don't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm done I'm going to rein you back in with a h- hilarious thing I just found uh, on the Legion uh, IMDB one of the actors his the character's yeah. name is Renal Failure Alvarez <laughs> what'd you play oh i played renal failure alvarez (laughs) it's in my imdb credit
0: (laughs) oh really quick this guy developing damage control back to it uh Guys. No, I'm not back. To Wait a it, minute, just guys. A quick Hold thing. on, I'm not quite he done yet. I do, w-
2: good, I, do, <laughs> just, I do have a good. I do have a good. coming up, though. When, once you're done with your rant,
0: good. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't anger. No, this isn't <laughs> a rant. This is just a funny thing. Uh, ben Carlin, the guy developing Damage Control, was once an Onion writer who is credited with com- oh, with coining nice. oh, the term Area nice. <laughs> Man. Props to that yeah. guy. <laughs> like this guy's a comedic yeah, so genius. Let's
2: all watch that show when it comes anyway. out.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, all right. What else My, you got, Rachel?
1: Is it? Is it? Sorry to for hijacking PC? your catch up. It, it, careful. it careful, does, careful. but
2: it's it's a good thing. It's it's a good. <laughs> I thing.
1: I won't do anything more.
2: I watched Justice League Dark. Oh. The animated movie. Oh, the animated movie. And I, I absolutely loved it. How was it? I do have one huge, ginormous, blaring complaint.
1: You <laughs> 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 know what it is.
2: But. Just around that, I loved it, and Batman in it is hilarious. He just like groans the whole time Constantine is talking and trying to explain magic to him. (laughs) It's actually really funny. It's well done. The art looks just like the comics. It has the same characters, like villains and everything, as Jeff Lemire's run, but it's not the same story. Which was which was pretty cool, you know, okay. a new story to watch. But now to my big, giant yeah. complaint. <laughs> Dead Man is one of my favorite characters of all time. I absolutely love him.
0: Well established on the show. The voice absolutely. of him
2: pisses me off and angers me, like, to my core, like, blood boiling. He sounds like the biggest dumbass, like, if he showed up... <laughs> And, like, wanted me to help him. I would not help him because he sounds so stupid. (laughs) That is not how his voice should be. I get giving him an East Coast accent. (laughs) Because, yeah. But he sounds like some good fella Joe Pesci guy. And I don't like it.
0: (laughs) So, you want to know a fun fact about the guy who voiced Dead Man in Justice League Dark? (laughs) What is it? He's oh the brother of John Turturro.
2: <laughs> he's horrible. It's so annoying. It's so annoying.
0: <laughs> it's it's so funny because I can like, even if I had never, and I still haven't heard his voice, but I'm just looking at his film credits right now and I can yeah, tell that he's it's awful. Bad. It. <laughs> With such roles as oh, Paul God. Blart: Mallcop Two, uh, mm. <laughs> Blue Bloods, uh, Takers, Burn Notice, what was, the,
1: what was the thing we were a bunch of other things? Of about Paul Blart: Mallcop Two.
2: I don't know. That could be anything. Fuck! I don't know. No,
1: Probably everything like, about it was like digging low yeah. for jokes, and one of the jokes was Paul Blart: Mallcop Two.
2: <laughs> I don't even know. Fuck! What was it?
1: Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. Something Jason wanted us to read. Well the
2: voice of Dead Man is so bad that he was in Paul Blart Mall Cop (laughs) 2.
1: Oh, it was the fucking comic Jason made us read, the Martian Manhunter when he's Paul Blart joke.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) Do it yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. I like how you say that that comic Jason made (laughs) us read. He did make us read (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> I voted for us to read it same, in the system same that we diff. all use same in the dish. show uh, yeah that's fair but that's Yeah,
2: bad. that's my only complaint I look I made it. me you read have it? it too alright I have it downloaded look it up. it's really good though just try not to be annoyed by the horror that is dead man in it okay.
0: <laughs> that's awesome though I mean like so I'm assuming all the other voices oh, yeah, were good
1: and, and all that stuff Constantine is
2: still Matt Ryan
1: Here's what's important to me. Was Swamp Thing cool? Oh, yeah.
2: It was really cool.
1: See, I want to watch it because Swamp Thing's the best.
2: It was really cool. I really enjoyed having Swamp Thing. <sighs> oh, dude, yeah. you know
1: what, Jason? You asked the other day what movies need to be reboot. Fucking Swamp Thing.
2: I watched that movie like every day That would make a sick movie. Dad. It was it's... one of his favorite movies, was Swamp Thing. It's not
1: horrible. It's not great.
2: No, it's not great. <laughs> but, yeah, we watched it all the time. I would love if they remade that.
0: Yeah, that would make a that would make a Thrones great live action animal, movie man. these days. Yeah. Um the guy so Jay Oliva, the guy that directed uh, Justice League Dark. Uh I know I'm doing like my typical thing or whatever, but uh he like he's the guy who has literally directed every like good animated movie from both DC and Marvel in
1: like the last 10 years. Nope, it's, there you
2: go. It's great. I yeah. loved it.
1: Yeah. I'll watch that. I That's do cool. enjoy DC animated films. They got
0: some damn good ones, dude. Have you watched uh, yeah, Batman Year I 1 watched yet? It.
2: Yeah, man. Jeez. Yeah, man.
0: Good. now he just
1: he's Dang. asked me like four times every single time. <laughs> yes, I've watched it. I remember that. And you watched uh, Under the yeah, Red Hood. I watched Under the Red Hood.
2: Yeah, that one's good.
1: Dope.
0: Um, Love it.
2: I do have one more thing. Nail it.
0: I. is it DC related because No. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: is. It is a comic book that I read. That that Matt let me borrow. Hooray! That I read today at work. Monstrous. What is it?
0: ooh kaiju steampunk Eh, anime mm,
2: yeah it's anime it's very very anime which i love (laughs) i think the art fit the story absolutely perfectly because well like i said in our chat it reminds me of inuyasha which i don't know if either of you have ever watched
1: totally got you there (laughs) (laughs) i
0: vaguely so i i did watch it like at friends' houses when I was uh, when Air I was young, a <laughs> youngster, friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had friends, guys. Sure. I swear but, they were there. I I can't give you any names for privacy but, reasons, yeah, but they were there. That's an anime
2: with um animal demons, which is very along the lines of this Ooh. sort of you know. There's they're kind of demon esque. You know, animal funny? people.
1: You know, what's funny is. Princess Mononoke is one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: That's an amazing movie.
1: But it's as anime as anime gets. Yeah. That's a great movie. I don't know. Anyway, sorry.
2: Yeah. No, I loved the art, but I love anime. and
1: I didn't hate the art. That's not the reason I stopped reading it.
2: What was your reason? I don't know, it just, was,
1: I felt it, was, it required more attention than I was willing to give it. Because it, it does not feed you anything at all. No,
2: it doesn't give you anything. And it is a very complicated story trying to figure out what, like, the names... <laughs> like, what's the difference between the animal hybrid people and the witches? Yeah, it's a little confusing. Yeah, it's, a, it's very confusing. It, it does require some time and thinking. But once you get going... It, it gets a little easier, yeah. and there's cute cats that look like that Who have love cute cats they have cats. multiple tails and they talk and one looks like a pirate and it's fucking adorable <laughs> He says'll <"Parr." laughs> no. see my, I'll see myself out
1: oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I do intend to uh, continue reading it. Well, A, because I bought it and I want to, <laughs> <laughs> to get my money's worth. And B and B, I like the, the the general premise I thought was very cool. I like the world.
2: Yeah. So. The the world is definitely interesting. It's just hard getting to the point where you understand the world.
1: Yeah, there's like I I mean I did read the first issue twice because I was like I don't know if yeah, I quite I had to the... I had to
2: go back a few times and be like Okay, now what are these people? Yes, exactly. Because they don't just like they're different species basically. So they have different names. And then I couldn't figure out why the witches were eating the other people.
1: Oh, wait, they are different species?
2: Kind of uh, cuz I thought
1: they were like just classist or something.
2: No. Uh, they're they're all didn't, different. Didn't they all have different that. abilities.
1: Back to the drawing board. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Yeah, and then it got to this other, like, the dawn, like, the court of the dawn or something. And those people were different. and So it is a little confusing, but I recommend putting in the time to read it.
1: Yeah, I plan on it. It it has such high praise that uh, it's probably worth my time. Yeah. I I do yeah, kind of really feel like good. the
2: swearing is a little out of place in this fantasy world. Hmm. I I just feel like it doesn't quite fit. It's always
0: a it's always a tough thing to figure out because like like you read a book like Saga and there's a lot of like conventional swearing in it, but somehow yeah. it fits. But
1: the the swearing in Rat Queens also fits. The swearing in Rat Queens makes me laugh my <laughs> ass off because there's some funny <laughs> funny swearing in that. Joke. But
2: uh, I don't know why with this it just feels. Kind of out of place and off, like huh. it's you know one of these things is not like the other. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but it huh. feels a little weird.
1: We'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll read it and reconvene. It's just you. Yes, because we got it in that humble bundle, or well, you have it in that humble bundle, Jason.
0: Yeah. So, well, actually, I that's that's funny because that that uh, reminds me of something I just got <laughs> reminded of is that humble bundle who we just barely. Got the Great Image Comics bundle for that had fucking a million comics in it. Just announced a Ooh. Valiant Comics bundle, and it's funny because I, I actually almost bought Divinity by Matt Kent today because I've heard amazing things about it, and I just read uh, the Val the Valiant or whatever, yeah, which uh, I really liked. Um, uh, but uh, for fifteen dollars, you can get like basically every uh, major series that Valiant has put out in the last like five or six years. Hmm in this it's humble like bundle, um, splitting another humble bundle so <clears throat> <laughs> exactly yeah we need to i guess we need to figure that out still but yeah like divinity's in there the valiant is in there faith is in there unity rye bloodshot you know dr mirage all that stuff um goddamn humble, humble bundle, bundle humble bundles going to like uh
1: make us broke i i am eagerly anticipating reading uh, as soon as we're done with this um, 7 to eternity Oh uh, yeah, to, the Rick Remender book back oh. with Jerome Pena. Oh yeah, oh yeah, give me that. Hell yeah, yeah dude! All over the place.
2: Whoa,
1: <laughs> I love Jerome
2: Pena's art. He's
0: one of my favorites. He's got great art. It like that that series wasn't. I I read the first issue and I think that it might be one of those series where you got to get like two or three issues in to mm-hmm. really get into it. It didn't grab me, um, but I, I definitely saw Rick the appeal. Remander on that is one,
1: best at uh, just a. a, a a first issue not gonna not first issue I think he's like pitch. no he's you're going to you're going to slow burn for 10 issues with this guy and he's and it's just going to be awesome
0: yeah it's i mean like it definitely is a world that requires a lot of setup that's for sure speaking of, um but it, it look like from what i can tell it requires of setup, a lot of payoff
1: anyway um let's figure out a great way to set up our next topic <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: nosedive right into it. Um, So for anybody who's been keeping up on comics, uh, they already know this, but we'll give a quick recap. Marvel over the last uh, year or so has been kind of wading in very political waters in their comics. Uh, Captain America has been an undercover Hydra agent, which has served for all sorts of, political metaphors in nick spencer's captain america run um if you've been reading it it's it's hard not to get slapped over the face with the amount of uh, political commentary uh as well as things like mockingbird and i mean the x-men and 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 like uh occupy avengers like all of these marvel comics that have been really 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 political um and oftentimes very good albeit mired down in crossover fatigue um however with the recent success of DC Rebirth, the recent election, and the recent uh, uh, cabinet seat given to Ike Perlmutter, who is Marvel Entertainment CEO uh, and good old buddy of Donald Trump, the company has uh, started to inform its writers uh, and staff that it is going to be taking a, uh, a, a newer different position on its characters uh moving forward once the secret uh, empire arc wraps up with Nick Spencer. Uh and uh, you can I mean you can read the report on bleeding cool and heat street and some other websites like that. Uh but the nuts and bolts of it is Marvel is going to be moving away from the politics and moving more toward the sort of um the heroes stories, you know, the 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 uh, for lack of a better word generic uh, you know comic Call book hero the storytelling and potatoes story and so yeah the meat and potatoes stories exactly um so with all that being said what do you guys think a of marvel moving towards a uh a meat and potatoes outlook and b what do you think what role do you think politics play in comics um, or should play i think mm-hmm. it
1: just completely depends on what comic it is and Who's writing it? Um, I don't think you should take politics out of comics. I think I think one of the great I think one of the things that comics has traditionally always been is a reflection of the world around us, um, and a way to yeah. sort of you know a, a a a fantasy world that we can use to explore our own actual world. Um, in any, you know, regardless of what side the the of the, the, the political spectrum you're on. Um it's a good platform. You can use it as a platform and you can let that emphasize your comics. But does it does it work for everything? No. And do you run the risk of it becoming far too preachy? Yeah, totally. So I think to completely censor and say no no more politics we're just going to go to generic hero stories is in and of itself folly especially for characters like the x-men yeah um,
2: i think specifically the x-men they kind of need to be you know yeah, the it, it, political in a way they represent minorities and they, yeah, yeah, they always have. And yeah, they. That's kind of weird yeah, to take that out of their stories. Yeah, I, I do get, in a way, having comics. You know, your escape, and maybe you don't want to, you know, read about politics anymore. It can get to be too much. Yeah. So I get taking that out, and you know, having fun comics to read. But I don't think it should be taken out completely. And especially with Captain America is Captain America <laughs> said he's political no matter what you do. Yeah. So I, I don't know how that would work to take politics away from him.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially like, I mean, you know, and, and as you said, so Rachel, you know, Rachel brought up the X-Men, which the, the specific context there is that they are completely launching new X-Men series. Uh, one of them is X-Men Gold. And uh, the writer, Mark Guggenheim, basically talked about it and he said, you know, kind of what we're talking about is that the X-Men is one of the big focuses of this sort of rebranding or re, you know, direction shift is that he's a new writer uh, to the series and they are basically taking it away from the, uh, you know, X-Men struggling. Uh, the direct quote is that they're making the story more about the X-Men as heroes than the X-Men struggling as a minority uh, fighting for their very existence and that the existential crisis has been tabled for the time being, uh, which honestly to me, like just that quote alone yeah. kind of pissed sure. me off. Like they I mean, there, there, there have been no bones made about the fact that the X-Men were created as an analog for the struggle of minorities in America and that Professor X and Magneto were created as analogs of Malcolm X and uh, and Martin Luther it, King. Well, and it's weird like,
2: to say that it, it, they're just focusing on them being heroes. They've always been heroes.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. Like, being a hero isn't necessarily a story. No, like, exactly. that's just an I, aspect I, of I, it.
1: it I, my my fear is that this, this isn't like a... Uh, um. Sorry, Jenica just sent me a text. She's she's apparently over lis- listening to us. She said, "Was Captain America fighting the Nazis in the comics before the U.S. was fighting in real life?" Uh, yeah. Well, the Captain America right about was the brought, same time. In, brought into the, the war yeah, when the U.S. was Captain America as the like icon to fight the Nazis. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fair, huh? Um,
0: yeah. I mean, like, and that and that is a good point. Like that that is you know like you're saying. Both of you that it is essential to Captain America, yeah. who he is, yeah. is very that, political. That's
2: you know, he was created for this political purpose. Yeah.
0: He was created as propaganda. Yeah. It was in let's see, nineteen forty one was when he was created. So right you know, when the World War started taking or World War Two started taking its real
1: uh real sweeping I, I, no, I, no. My, my, what I was, what I was, um, what I was saying was, my fear is that what I, I really don't want to see censorship in comics. That's the last thing I want to see in comics. Now, I do think there needs to be some form mm-hmm. of editorial control, and I do think that there's probably a lot of artists and, and, or sorry, rather writers out there who are going to try to politicize to their own agenda. Which I don't think is how. You, I don't think that you should do that. Yeah. I think you should be writing the characters how the character should be written, and if that goes political, it goes political. Mm-hmm. Uh but stay true to who these characters are. I mean, we have I mean, and if you want to make new characters, that's fine. You know, for example, I saw mm-hmm. in one of those things you one of the articles you sent me was a um some like social justice warrior team, uh basically just making fun of social justice warriors yeah. and just, you know, treating them like tr- treating that I- the idea that people do that like like they're just a bunch of idiots. And to me that is a direct mm-hmm. a direct representation of an art of a writer saying I don't like these people so I'm gonna write them in as a bunch of morons yeah. and I don't I don't like that that doesn't serve yeah. characters and it doesn't serve any purpose in the comic book and that's 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 politicizing to a degree that I think is unnecessary in the comics if you want to do that in your political cartoons or if you want to do that in something that's specifically sort of like a, a web comic or something that's fine but it doesn't something that's yours right it doesn't serve the purpose of these characters that have yeah. basically these legacy characters but also don't change who these legacy characters are and what they stand for don't make captain america just a neutral hero captain america in in civil war was uh, you know defected basically from the american government for 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 good reason and that's an important story of his character um i don't know so uh, i i in reading that to me part of me felt like that, that what what's happening now is censorship. and I don't, I don't, that's the last thing I ever want to see in comic books is censorship coming back in where, where, wherever it's coming from whether it's the, uh, what was the comics association called? The comics group the yeah, totally. Oh, the comics code authority. Like Like it just don't, we don't need that anymore. We just, we do need, you know, responsible editorial control and that kind of stuff. But,
2: but not complete censorship. No,
1: don't completely censor it to be, to make it steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes is, 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 uh, boring it's not fun
2: i think that that should still you know stick to certain characters though yeah. like when you do just want a fun superhero story that isn't heavy no but you're, you're, that that's you're... not going to work with captain america
1: totally no, and
2: you're... i and i don't agree with that
1: yeah
0: well and here's i mean here's one thing i've i've given especially recently i've given marvel a lot of crap for how they've handled things the one thing that i haven't at all had a problem with is the political nature of a lot of their stories. The bit like the only thing that's bugged me with Marvel is the constant number ones that don't have any purpose and the insane crossovers that cost over a thousand dollars to have every element of the story (laughs) outside of that. Like Nick Spencer's Captain America. I started reading it the other day. It is amazing. Like it's I'm shocked at how good it is. And and especially the, this Secret Empire storyline, which is what he's been building do, to the whole time, like, it's really, really cool. Like, I, I I love it, especially because he's not trying to say a very specific thing. He's more exploring the theme of, of white supremacy and of, of neo-Nazism through the lens of the Red Skull having Charles Xavier's mind and, you know, being sort of this, like, this, this kind of charismatic leader recruiting people to, to quote unquote take their nation back like and he started building that up far before you know Trump went into full swing like this was just an exploration that happened to play perfectly into something that happened like it's just it's annoying because what I know and, and of like just watching this whole thing we Ike Perlmutter has a, a long history of meddling with things that don't need to be meddled with It's the reason that Kevin Feige went to Disney's CEO Bob Iger and said, "Hey, if you still want me, give me my own company that's separate from Marvel Entertainment and Ike Perlmutter, so I can do my own thing." Like, it's the entire reason for this. He's been causing so many problems within Marvel, so much creative sort of like mandating and restrictions that it's it's obvious to me that like because of his sort of involvement with Donald Trump, especially since Donald Trump was elected is that's what's causing him to be like all right we're done with all this political stuff let's you know stay out yeah, of the world of politics of
1: now like yeah it's it's fucking it's well, like we don't, I, mean, I don't know man Let's be fair we don't know that that's actually the case and we don't I mean, know I mean, it just but just to be i mean just to sort I mean, of you know stay, stay, stay to say yeah, so, it's to it's neutral um we don't know that that's actually the case and we don't know what the actual um uh effect his uh uh um his, administ- his his administration i don't what's his what's his what's his role what's his so he
0: in trump's yeah, in trump's exactly. cabinet or his role in uh they haven't said so he's like he's an advisor on uh veterans healthcare uh he's also like got a i guess a different like some other significant position in his anyway, like, I mean, administration point is, I, I... uh and he's donated over a million sure. dollars to fine. Trump's I mean, that, that's
1: his prerogative and he's, 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 he's all well and good to do that yeah it if is. that's what he wants to do and i i mean I just don't want to i don't want i want to stay somewhat neutral and I don't want to say like oh it's be- because of this whole trump thing that's why we're getting this this like massive censorship um, but we can speculate we can sure that you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, and especially based on the last 5 years of things that he's done, he does have a history of like making personal decisions that become editorial
1: mandates. Um mm. uh, I mean I I I I am curious to see if that uh if that really kind of trickles down and that well, that's really what you're seeing. Because I if it yeah. was let's, I like, like run the speculation, if it was due to due to his 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 current position and that there were they were trying to then to let that trickle that into marvel comics and have marvel comics sort of become a a platform for that i don't think that would be a benefit to marvel at all and i think marvel would probably suffer for it
0: yeah well and i mean like you know i i guess one thing i can say is like it's it's definitely you know better to just say keep the politics out than it would be for him to say you know, hey, let's, you know, make all of our comics pro Trump right. or something like that. Um, it's just, it's like, I don't know. It, again, politics have, or comics have always been political. Like, there, there's never really been a time where they haven't, you know, it, especially the good ones haven't been involved in politics. And the best yeah. ones definitely have. You know, you look at Watchmen, V for Vendetta, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, uh, I mean, t- all of like the big sort of tent comics that you remember were all political analogues. Yeah. They were
1: all commentary on society. Uh no I mean no, I mean I, I think I you know it's just it's it's you know it's an interesting sort of editorial choice choice for Marvel, but my opinion doesn't stand it. My opinion is hundred percent don't don't fuck with that don't fuck with creativity. Um but also just you yeah know, make sure that creativity is not um uh being pushed aside for preaching on either side on either side it doesn't matter i agree from just don't don't turn it into like frank miller garbage because we don't we don't need that yeah and (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and there was i mean like you know one of my favorite writers david walker uh who was writing occupy avengers you know it like it was a really good story i and i liked it a lot but it definitely, there were areas where he got a little bit too heavy handed with these sort of political messages. You know, he was, I mean, it was a comic that was essentially about the, uh, Dakota access pipeline. Um, and, it, and it was good, great storytelling, all that stuff. And like, you know, there was a lot of heart to it, but you would read some pages and go, all right, like this is just, yeah, David and Walker I'm, I'm not into that. If if, if, if you're um, not serving
1: your story, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're platforming, then, then, uh, Go do that somewhere else. Make make a podcast and platform there. But I, I I'm not yeah. reading. I, I'm not reading your superhero story for you to platform at me. Yeah,
0: and again, yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 a fine line between storytelling and just preaching. Um, uh, well, I, I think honestly, <laughs> the biggest part of it is like if it's lazy writing, because like you can you can preach at people with a very well woven story. But it's just like when when a character just becomes a mouthpiece. That's when it's just like it's lazy totally. and unenjoyable. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I and like the other the other thing is too. Like they're essentially the rumor is at least, and we'll see if this uh, if this comes true. But the rumor is they're essentially taking all of their sort of main Avengers characters uh, back to their status quo. So like you know, obviously Thor is a woman. Uh, there are two Captain Americas. Sam Wilson is still one of them. Uh, you know, Iron Man or Iron Heart is a woman. Uh, you know, I, what was the other? Oh, uh, uh, Jessica Walters is uh, just Hulk now. She's not She-Hulk. Plus, there's the Amadeus Cho Totally Awesome Hulk. And there's, uh, I can't even remember all the ones they changed around. Like, I think every Avenger at this point is a yeah, different Kate character Bishop. than they're typically. Oh, yeah. Kate Bishop is Hawkeye because Clint Barton killed uh, Bruce Banner. and so I Spoilers! Guess not Hawkeye what? anymore. What? spoilers it's i mean that's what is that not already no, did you not, you not already, already get, there? get
1: there thanks jason
0: fuck oh well i mean come on it was all it was all over I the did place you to yeah, have known that um ah uh, well i'm sorry
1: well i'm not gonna read marvel comics ever again
2: <laughs> <laughs> now we need more wine
1: we need no, more there, wine and there's some really and good madagascar stuff. three
0: <laughs> but, yeah it it will be interesting to see if there's any backlash from this if creators start dropping out of marvel or if you know fans start like doing it, it, it it'll be interesting to see the fall right there let's regardless. see what the
1: content is if the content comes out and it's really good great i'm stoked love yeah. it love it because i because i don't yeah. think marvel's been particularly great lately and there's been a couple of good runs here and there but
0: yeah. they can
1: sort of unify back and get together again and get their shit on track and I don't I don't really care about how political it is or how not political it is as long as they're 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 putting forth good proper stories. But then but if you take your characters like the X-Men and you and you change the uh, the who that character is and why those characters are motivated that could be a problem. So, I don't know. I mean I, yeah. I mean it will be interesting to see what 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 comes of that. I mean that's still a couple months out, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's a few months out because it's basically once this uh, secret empire event that they're building up to, or that Nick Spencer's uh, Captain America run's been building up to, once that's over, that's kind of when the apparently the new status quo is going to be established. It looks, I mean, it looks like Marvel's version of Rebirth almost, um, which like, and I and I have been you know giving glowing reviews about about Rebirth and and the great sort of you know almost like a lot of it has been kind of meat and potato storytelling but a lot of it has been i mean pretty uh socially relevant you know from certain creators um i don't know it, like i think that's the other thing too is i don't like it when both publishers are doing meat and potatoes storytelling sure. yeah you know i want one of them at least to be like i want them to be different from each other because if they're both doing the same thing then it's just like you know, then you're only going to one of them because you have more attachment to the characters rather than sure. better stories. You yeah. know
1: what I mean? I think we'll find we'll, fi- um, we'll find out in a little bit. Yeah,
0: we shall find out. Uh, yeah. Um, well, do we do we have anything else for this uh, week? No. Nope. Nope. All right. Where can they find us online? Uh, Rachel.
2: Uh, on you can type into Google. <laughs> Let me Google that for you. <laughs> oh
0: my god. Twitter at Savage Land Pod, Instagram and Facebook, Savage Land Podcast. Uh let us know let us know what you think about politics and comics um and what role they serve or how much they should and and what did you think of the role that they've played in Marvel Comics in the last uh year or so? Uh you can let us know. Call four one three Savage Four and leave us a voicemail, uh tweet it at Savage Land Pod or uh, send us an email to us at savage land podcast and give us
2: a lovely review.
0: Please do. Please give us all we're, them we're reviews still sitting or otherwise, on our last
2: one our one star because Jason's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's real frustrating.
0: If we don't get those reviews raking in, we'll just have to cancel the, cancel the podcast and and go away forever because everyone hates us. Um but yeah, that's uh I think that's the the show for this week. Should we uh, plan sure, on nail biter Nailbiter next, next week?
2: week? Yay. Nailbiter.
0: All right. We'll finally get to Rachel's book and then Matt will uh pitch his book for after that. Um so yeah, read Nailbiter volume one by Joshua Williamson and whoever the artist is that Frank I can't think Frings of off the top of my head right now.
1: Berg <laughs> Uh
0: Henderson, is it Mitch, Mike Franken- Henderson? Berg. Frankenberg, <laughs> Frankenberg, Frankenberg. <laughs> but let us know what you think of what we talked about uh, today. Uh, give us them reviews and tune in next week for our review discussion extravaganza of uh, bite Boom, Volume One. Son. Run
1: them jewels fast. Run them. Run them jewels fast. Run them. Run them. Run them. Run them. Run them. Run, em, run em. Fuck the slow mo. Hey! You protested to get in a fucking look Everything I scribble's like the anarchist. look Look good. Losing in the center for the cookbook. Black on black on black with the ski mask. That is my crook How you like my styling, bruh? Ain't nobody smiling, bruh. About to turn this motherfucker up like Riker's Island, bruh. I'm my fathers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. When you niggas gon' unite and kill the police, motherfuckers? Or take over a jail.
2: Get them CO's hell. The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell like it's a pillow torture where the fuck the warden and when you find them we don't kill them we just water bored them we killing them for freedom because they tortured us for boredom and even if some good ones die fuck it the lord of them